Jesus Christ and Counseling on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. We are honored this week on the podcast to have as our special guest, Dr. Paige Patterson, the president of the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, which is an ACBC certified training center with counseling. Dr. Patterson, it's an honor that you're here. And I want to ask you, because you have transitioned three programs to be biblical counseling programs, including the current institution you serve as president, Southwestern. Why are you so committed to biblical counseling? Uh, thank you, Dr. Lambert, for the opportunity to be with you today, first of all, and thank you for the superb work that you are doing, and uh, may God bless you mm. and all of your staff mm. in every effort. The reason I'm so committed to it is that um, I made a commitment years ago to the inerrancy and infallibility of God's Word, and uh, it's a matter of consistency to me. If I do really believe that God's Word speaks without error and that it is infallible and will not lead us into failure, then I have no other alternative except to apply that to every aspect of our school. Uh, when I went to Southwestern Seminary, we had an integrated, so-called integrated program. And uh, like all integrated programs, it was primarily psychology with a religious veneer. Mm. And I noted that very carefully. I had a series of meetings together with my provost, Dr. Blazing. Uh, I called them Educate the President meetings. Mm. And uh, we brought all of our counselors together and gave them a period of approximately four years in which to convince me uh, or even provide any evidence whatever at all that there was something more that was needed for counseling than God's Word. They never brought me the first indication Mm. of it. And so at the end of that, Mm. I did the only thing that I felt was consistent, and uh, we abolished the integrated counseling program, and uh, we established what the church is able to do, Mm. which is to point people to God and to His Word. Mm. Praise the Lord. One of my main concerns with approaches to counseling that Christians embrace— that are not biblical counseling. So biblical counseling is one counseling approach that Christians embrace. Other Christians embrace other counseling approaches as well. And one of my main concerns with those other approaches is every one of them, in one way or another, agree not to speak of Jesus in counseling. Sometimes it's an ethical commitment that it's wrong not to speak of Jesus in counseling. Sometimes Jesus is something we could get to later, maybe if things go well. Sometimes it's a commitment that, hey, if they give us permission, we'll talk about Jesus. I have given a lot of criticism to other approaches because of that. What's wrong with that? Well, I don't think anything's wrong with it. I think you're exactly right in what you're uh, attempting to do there. You know, uh, a study of Jesus and his encounters with uh, the various humans that he encountered is most remarkable. He was not always successful. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing a lot of people don't realize. Uh, Jesus was not successful whenever uh, a person refused to do what he said. 
there was a rich young ruler who came to him. Jesus said, sell everything you have, give it away. Uh, come take up your cross and follow me. And the young man went away sorrowfully because he had a, another God. He had a deeper commitment. So when Jesus was not successful, it was because people didn't do what he suggested. On the other hand, every single solitary time in God's Word, when people asked Jesus and then responded to what he said and did what he said, every time they went away better, they went away blessed, they went away healed, mm. they went away with joy. Yeah. And so far, uh, counselors particularly claiming to be Christian, not to speak the word of Jesus, not to allude to him at all, mm. is... Uh, an exercise in futility mm. and uh, uh, is tragic. Yes. I want to ask you a question that you are in a unique position to be able to answer. You've transitioned institutions from counseling models that were not grounded on the authority of God's word, not founded on the exclusivity of Jesus Christ and a real commitment to speak about him in every conversation, even if that conversation is labeled a counseling conversation. Mm -hmm. You've done that a number of times. And even just as you described here in your most recent transition, you've, you've dealt with people who love the Lord Jesus, but will not change their counseling commitment. Mm -hmm. What is the obstacle for our brothers and sisters in Christ. They love the Lord Jesus. They've been saved by the Lord Jesus. They personally believe the Bible, but they don't have the commitment to speak of the Bible or to speak of Christ. What is the obstacle that you have seen? I think there are two. Okay. There may be more, but uh, I think there are at least two. One of them I learned from Francis Schaeffer. Fran Schaefer had a big influence in my life mm. when I was a very young man. And uh, as you know, he, he spoke of the, of, of the house with two levels. Mm -hmm. And uh, faith was a leap into the upper story, a blind leap into the upper story for mm. most Christians. And so they would live a portion of their life up in the upper story, which was faith, but then they would come back down to reality uh, which was uh, ostensibly the scientific world. But the problem is that much of what goes under the name of science is nothing but philosophy. Yeah. And uh, Fran pointed out the fact that uh, when you live on those two levels, you live a bifurcated existence. And so you only half of your life is really Christian. The other half is live the way of the world. I think mm. that's part of the, the problem that, yeah. that we face. I think there's also a second problem, and that is, builds off of that first one, and that is that we have bought the world's counsel on so many things. I have my students right now in a class that I'm teaching in the, in the fine arts, uh, which many people find very difficult to believe that I'm teaching fine <laughs> arts. They say, well, for Patterson, fine arts is how to field dress a deer. <laughs> and, um, so um, uh, I have a lot of fun in this class because it's a side of me that they don't know. And uh, I have them doing an exercise right now where every student does a report each week on some rock star that killed himself. Hmm. And uh, either by overdose or, or by violence, like last night we lost another one. Yeah. And um, so 
the, the truth of the matter is that, that people want to believe in the, quote, scientific world. I, I want to I do what's scientifically right. And we have sold the soft sciences, sociology and psychology, uh, to the general public as being scientific in the same sense that biology and uh, chemistry uh, is a solid science. No, they're not. Right. Uh, they simply are not, but the whole world has believed it. And uh, one of the shocks that the world will have when the Lord returns is to discover how many of the things that just knew for sure mm. were scientifically true that had no basis in science at all. Mm. So I think we're facing a, a similar problem now. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. If you'd like more information about Southwestern Seminary or Dr. Patterson's ministry, you can find them at swbts.edu. And if you'd like more information about ACBC, you can find us at biblicalcounseling.com.